Welcome to the Woke Awards, the award show that recognizes the inane and insane antics of the woke left. There's a lot of woke idiocy out there, and it's our pleasure to bring you the best of the worst. And we've got a lot of competition for this week's Woke Award, otherwise known as the Wokey. Before we get into this week's nominees, I'd like to recommend a non-woke website, Carmen Schober's website at Carmen Schober, that's S-C-H-O-B-E-R dot com. Carmen has put together a non-woke shopping guide that I found to be really helpful. This is a curated list of non-woke brands, businesses, and influencers. If you're sick of woke businesses like Amazon, Coca-Cola, Levi's, and Old Navy, and you're wondering where you can turn to shop with a clear, non-woke conscience, this extensive list comes in really handy. Now, I don't know Carmen, and she isn't paying me as a sponsor or anything like that. I just have to give a shout-out to folks who value freedom, liberty, and faith, who's helping us all stick it to the woke mob. So vote with your dollars and check out Carmen's non-woke shopping guide at CarmenShober.com. Okay, let's roll with our first nominee for this week's Wokey. Strangely enough, our first nominee is M&M's, the chocolate made by the Mars Candy Company. Yeah, you wouldn't think that candy could go woke, but here we are in 2022. It's weird that candy, of all things, made the nominee list, but get a load of the wokeness coming out of the Mars Company. As one report stated, Mars Incorporated recently announced that their anthropomorphic M&M's candy characters are getting a makeover in an effort to make people feel like they belong and society is inclusive. Mars is apparently redesigning their anthropomorphized candy characters in an effort to adhere to their global commitment to creating a world where everyone feels they belong and society is inclusive. The candy is getting, quote, more nuanced personalities to underscore the importance of self-expression and power of community through storytelling. Now, you've seen these things on commercials, right? These candies don't have genitalia. There's nothing anatomical about candy. But they've already sexualized these candies, and now they're making even more changes to the two supposedly female candies. Man, it sounds weird that I could even say female candies. So the green M&M that had what looked like thigh-high stripper boots will now get some, quote, cool laid-back sneakers to reflect her effortless confidence, and the brown M&M with high heels will get smaller pumps. Why does candy need to be sexualized at all? Can't the Mars Company focus on making better candy instead of wasting their energy and money on sexing up the candy? What's their agenda? To sell more candy? Or to add to the woke perversion going on in our country? Yeah, I think the answer is pretty obvious. The Mars Company also put out some visuals of the two new female candies holding hands on the beach. Is this some sort of attempt at a queer vibe? Yeah, even our candy now has to be sexed up and flirt with perversion. Man. As for the other candies, the red one of the M&Ms will be nicer to all the other candies, and the orange one will, quote, acknowledge his anxiety and embrace his true self, worries and all. Does candy have a true self? What would that be? All this woke crap is part of Mars's new mission to increase the, quote, sense of belonging for 10 million people around the world by 2025. 
Well, I know that I certainly get my feelings of belonging and inclusion in society from the marketing campaigns of candy I eat, and I'm sure you do too. So we congratulate M&Ms and Mars for earning a spot on this week's Woke Award nominee list. Our second nominee for this week's Woke Award is Audi. Yes, the luxury car maker. Audi recently announced a new initiative to raise the profile of gender diversity. Let me read from their announcement. Quote, to raise the profile of gender diversity, Audi is introducing gender-sensitive language at its German locations for March, thereby also taking a stand for equality in communication. This reform is regulated by a corporate policy. Broadly, it states that all genders and gender identities are to be addressed as equals and with appreciation. Mm-hmm. This is, this is really weird. Yes, they're promoting appreciation of people with psychological issues who look down at their private parts and can't tell if they're a man or a woman. Yeah, okay. The announcement goes on to say, in order to better represent the diversity of genders in the future, how many will there be in the future? (laughs) They're on a roll, I tell you. March this year, we'll see Audi begin to establish a set of guiding principles for language that will embrace all gender identities. Ooh, okay. This uh, this announcement also includes a quote from Sabine Mason, Masson, who's a member of, well, the highfalutin sounding Board of Management for Human Resources and Organization at Audi AG. Boy, impressive title. Uh, it, uh, it ends like this. Appreciation, openness, responsibility, and integrity are the foundations of our corporate culture. We are making this clear in our language. Communicating in a gender-sensitive way is a matter of respect and an expression of an attitude that opposes discrimination and welcomes diversity. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I also see this at the bottom of their announcement here. Quote, gender-sensitive language alone does not establish equal opportunities. Audi is conscious of that. That is why the company is specifically championing equal opportunities and inclusion. What, now, what does this even mean? It's complete nonsense. Yeah, I, I love how someone out there in Twitter land tweeted back against this woke gobbledygook saying, finally, a luxury car that lectures me. Maybe they should use that as their tagline. Because we need lectures from our luxury vehicles, don't we? Now, our Audi is a car company, right? They make cars. Why is a car company promoting gender confusion and woke idiocy? Well, I guess it's because luxury car manufacturers are where we would usually go for indoctrination into communism and woke speak. Driving my inclusive and diverse Audi while snacking on my gender-confused M&Ms. Hmm. (laughs) Imagine this. You get into an Audi A6 for the first time. The computer system comes on and asks for your name and your preferred pronouns. Maybe as you drive around, the navigation system will point out that the land you're driving on was stolen from whatever Indian tribe. <laughs> Hi, my name is Audi, and my pronouns are woke idiot. So, Audi, your woke nonsense has earned you a place as our second nominee for this week's Woke Award. Next up is Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri. Now, if Washington University rings a bell, and it might, because back in September, a student senator destroyed a memorial to victims of 9-11, tearing down American flags from the memorial and 
putting them into trash bags. But we're not nominating Washington University for that heinous and cruel act. No, they've moved on to something else. On February 1st, the social work department surprise, surprise, surprise. is hosting a presentation on, quote, is professionalism a racist construct? Spoiler alert, yes, professionalism to these wokesters is indeed racist. Let me read you a little from the conference website. The term professionalism has at times been used to silence and marginalize people of color when attributes of appearance, language, and interactions that have nothing to do with job knowledge or constructive collegial relationships are labeled as unprofessional. In this context, so-called professionalism is coded language, a construct that upholds institutional racist policies and excluding practices. This presentation will explore dismantling white supremacy and privilege in varied contexts while upholding social justice and advancing effective workplaces in which all contributors can bring their full selves to the job site. <laughs> yeah, that's right, folks. You just thought you were being professional by upholding some sort of standard of conduct. But no, you're just a white supremacist. The presentation is part of the Brown School's recognition of Black History Month. Of course it is. So our third nominee is Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri. Finally, in our list of wokey nominees this week, we have, uh, well, what only can be best described as the technocracy, or as someone put it more accurately, technocratic demons. I like that phrase better. It all started with a tweet from our friend Elon Musk, who was writing about the low birth rate around the world, saying that, quote, we should be much more worried about population collapse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Musk got some responses from his tech bros. The founder of Gumroad, a uh, Sahil Lavingia, if I'm pronouncing that right, floated the idea of, quote, investing in technology that makes having kids much faster, easier, cheaper, more accessible, synthetic wombs, etc. And Ethereum founder Vitalik Buterin responded with, quote, disparities in economic success between men and women are far larger than once marriage plus children enter the picture, synthetic wombs would remove the high burden of pregnancy, significantly reducing the inequality. So technology to the rescue once again relieving women, if there is such a thing for leftists as women, of the heavy burden of motherhood so they can work more. So just drop off some sperm and an egg at your local birthing center and we'll text you when your baby is ready to pick up. Just don't call it a boy or girl until it has had ample opportunity to decide how it's feeling about the whole gender thing. So, tech bros, complete our list of nominees for this week's Wokey. Wow, this is a hard choice. But it's time to reveal the winner of this week's Woke Award. The coveted Wokey, in all its genuine imitation gold-plated glory, goes to... M&M's for giving the world gender-confused, suspiciously perverted chocolate candy. Congratulations to M&M's and Mars Candy Company. Does it melt in your mouth and now on your hands too? 
Maybe they just melt all over each other. Ooh, gross. Woke candy, what have we come to? Well, that's it for this week's Woke Award. The pile of woke crap never stops growing, so if you see something that you think deserves a Wokey, give us a shout at WokeAwardsPodcast at ProtonMail.com or find us on Gab at the Woke Awards Podcast and we're on Telegram at t.me slash the Woke Awards Podcast. Until next time, remember God, say your prayers, and for goodness sake, stay unwoke. <laughs>